Welcome to the Benefits of Knowledge podcast with Lauren Curry of Curry Financial Group Limited. In this podcast, we are focused on helping businesses set up and manage their group benefit plan to protect and assist their most valuable assets. Join us on this journey where Lauren explores ways to help you develop effective and cost-efficient strategies for your business. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to the Benefits of Knowledge with Lauren Curry. Lauren, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. For the listening audience, my name is Eric Johnson. I am pretty much the producer in the, in the, the background here of this podcast. Lauren Curry is the host, but today I get to kind of be the host. I get to do the interview. This is your opportunity to get to know Lauren and his team and what he does. We're going to talk a little bit about his business, a little bit about his history, and then we're going to um, get into some personal questions. Is that okay with you, Lauren? That sounds great, Eric. All right. All right. Well, let's just start off really easy. Why did you decide to work in financial services? And just tell us a little bit about your history. Well, it's actually 25 years ago now that I started in this business and it was kind of by accident. All right. I had a financial planner myself. I asked so many questions that she actually was trying to recruit me. (laughs) I kept telling her, no, I already had a business that I wasn't looking for a job. And my business was actually, I owned a couple of butcher shops and a bakery. Really? For those who are familiar with deer season, which is very popular here uh, in our area, Mm -hmm. I was actually skinning a deer and I hurt my shoulder. Oh. Doctors, et cetera, said, you really can't do anything for you as long as you keep working at what you're doing. So I called my financial advisor and said I was ready to listen. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, that's a, that's a pretty big change. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. A lot of people have asked me about that. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Well, I am in a, in an area that is overrun with deer, so I get it. And, uh, I appreciate the service that you did do, uh, back then. I'm sure that you had quite a bit of business coming in the door. So it, it probably took some guts to, to make a complete shift in your, in your career, right? It, it was a little nerve wracking at first, a big decision. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, now that you're working in financial services, who do you work with and what's your specialty? I actually specialize in group benefit programs. So I'm dealing with business owners, controllers, HR managers, the the people that look after group benefits Mm -hmm. for these companies, depending on the size of the company who I'd actually be dealing with. All right. That's fantastic. So group benefits is something that I, I think that every company needs to be looking at. I don't know much about it, so I'm really eager to learn from you. What do you do specifically for your clients? We help them set up their group benefit plan. Uh, There's a lot to plans nowadays. It's not the way we used to do it years ago where it was just kind of a cookie cutter. You pick this Mm -hmm. plan or that plan. Everything's customized. So we help them, the employers understand what their options are, help them maybe decide what benefits may be more desirable for their particular employees. And then we have to manage those plans once we get them set up. I would assume, again, I'm, I'm, I'm very new at this, but I would assume that a company with 10 people in it is going to have m- many different options than a company with 250 people in it or 500 people in it. I, is that what you're talking about when you say you're, you're tailoring it to them? It's actually surprising how small a, a group plan we can customize. Really? You know, we target, you know, most of the plans we deal with are businesses with 25 to say 300 employees. Okay. We could customize pretty much any size company. What the biggest part is who's working for you. Do you have people that are in their twenties, 
people in their 40s, mm-hmm. people in their 60s, and you know now we have people in their 70s. So it has to be customized, again, to fit what your employees need. Got it. Now, you mentioned companies around 25 to 300. That's kind of, it sounds like that's your sweet spot. Is that who your ideal client would be? Or is there, are there more things that go into you looking for your ideal client? Uh, well, we have many clients that are outside that range, but I would say those are the companies that we can probably help the most. Okay. All right. Got it. The, how do you find these clients? I mean, is this something that it's a, a referral thing? I'm assuming the individuals that work in the company can't just say, Hey, you need to come talk to my boss about a, <laughs> about a benefits plan. We don't have anything. <laughs> or, or is it, is that kind of how that happens sometimes? You know what? That has happened in the past. We, I haven't done that in many years. Uh, as I mentioned, this is like, I'm just starting my 25th year in the program or in the business. Nowadays, I'd say for the last five years, any new groups, we have either been referred by clients that are happy with what we do, mm-hmm. or it's actually, uh, we, we have other advisors that don't do group benefits. Again, it is complicated to make sure you're doing it right. I think you need to be a specialist in this business. So I have some colleagues that are in the financial services business that realize that and actually do send business to me. I think any any business owner that's of good character is ready to refer to uh, another person that specializes or is a professional in, in a specific field that they're not. Uh, so that's great. But I know that you also take great pride in, in helping your clients and uh, learn about their benefits, learn about what you can do for them and what other things you can put in place. So what kind of client education do you do? Again, we're really focused in on the group benefits. What we find is the plan administrators at these companies, there's really nobody out there training them. The insurance carriers, they're not providing any training. If people do have you know, a degree in human resources, they've had a little bit of training, but my understanding it's it's minimal. One of the things we use all the time is what we call our administrator's checklist. Mm. And what I'm trying to do there is help these administrators understand what their obligations are, whether it's as the administrator or that rolls over as well to the business owner. So there's some things that if they don't do it, they're creating risk for that business. So we want to make sure they understand what they have to provide to the employees to to make sure that that risk is, is not out there. We also do benchmarking for our clients. And this is uh, to help them understand what are their competitors? What are they providing? Again, we're in Ontario. So we would do a benchmarking of similar companies in the same sectors, say whether it's manufacturing or we'll get as specific as we can, but we might benchmark that against three, 400 other companies that are, are doing the same thing. So then they understand when they're in that being competitive to try and hire people. Are, you know, is their benefit plan competitive to the market? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's something that I think more than ever right now during this time, people are looking for jobs with the benefits that will help their entire family, right? So that's, that's fantastic that you do that. Yeah. And then as far as going further with the families, we will actually do, we call them communication sessions with the employees of that company as well. Mm. Once we have a plan, we are the advisors on the plan. We've, you know, fine-tuned the plan design, what the, you know, what we're doing. We have market the plan, so we may have to move them. But once that's all done, 
then we're going in or we're offering, not everybody takes us up on it, but we're offering to go in and actually do a presentation to the employees to make sure they understand the program so they know what their benefits are and, and how to take advantage of them. Got it. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. All right. And, and you and I have spoken a few different times before this podcast ever even started. And I know that you do some amazing work, but you can't do it all by yourself. So who's on your team and what do they do? You're uh, you're a hundred percent right there. Cause I'm just one person and believe me, uh, there's a lot more behind it. The main person on my team would be Joan Higgins. Joan's my office manager. She's my administrative assistant. She provides all the customer service for our group clients. She arranges my appointments. Joan's my right hand when it really comes down to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's been with me, I believe it's about 18 years now. Wow. Sometimes I answer the phone and my clients will say, oh, where's Joan? <laughs> That's great. That's our group benefit side. I also do have two advisors, Doug Bowden and Gary Weagle, and they all manage all of our individual clients, their investments, you know, some individual insurance products. So again, we refer inside our office, mm -hmm. but I'm not going out to write anybody's life insurance or manage their investments. So that's where Doug and Gary come in. And of course, behind them, we still have to have someone to do the paperwork. And that would be Tammy Woodbeck. Tammy's been here, I guess, about four years, I think it is now. So she does, manages all the paperwork and everything for Doug and Gary. That's great. Yeah, I'll tell you, uh, listening audience, I have had the pleasure of meeting Joan, and she is fantastic. So when you're calling in, whether you get Joan or Lauren, you're going to be taken care of. Yeah, she <laughs> she's fantastic. She was uh, quite funny on our on our last call, and she's not shy about getting the work done and, and telling me what I need to be doing to, <laughs> to help you guys out. So it was great. All right, Lauren. So having all this knowledge is great, but it's not like it's a one and done type of thing. So what designations or advanced education do you have? I am a certified financial planner, mm. which frankly doesn't have a lot to do with group benefits as well as a chartered life underwriter. But when I got in the business originally, I mean, you don't start out as a group benefit specialist. So I did build a business doing people's investments and looking after their individual insurance products. And then I'm also a certified health specialist, which is more on the group benefits side. So those are, are designations through our industry. I'm a member of the CGIB, which is our specifically Group Benefits Association. We get a ton of education through Dave Patriarch uh, in that program. And I used to belong until he uh, shut it down, but a coaching program called Benefits Genius put on by a gentleman by the name of Howard Kettner. Howard's from BC. He no longer has that, but I did attend that for quite some time. So you've got a, obviously a, a large financial background with all the things that you've done and what you're doing now. So let me ask you this. If you had to sum it up somehow, what is your financial philosophy? Wow. Financial philosophy. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to refer that over again, meaning towards the group benefit programs, because that's what we're really talking about. Mm -hmm. I believe any business owner needs to maximize the tax efficiency mm. of their program they need to get 100% of their personal health expenses paid through their corporations. For people that are familiar with our, our tax brackets and stuff here, it's much cheaper to run the stuff through your corporation and your company than it is to pay personally. I think we need to make sure we provide a well-balanced plan, covers the best coverage with the most flexibility for the employees, but obviously we still have to stay inside the financial limits of the company. Yeah, yeah. 
Absolutely. Very important. All right. Well, that's enough about business for now. <laughs> we'll, uh, I'll talk to you at the end of this podcast a little bit more about that, but um, I'd like to switch to personal stuff. Is that okay with you? Sure. Go ahead. All right. So when you're not working, Lauren, what do you do for fun, man? I've got three grandsons. Ah, uh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that, that takes a big chunk of the time. Out. I bet. Uh, so actually, it's it's family. My wife, I've got two sons, Joseph and Brendan. Again, we have three grandsons right now, and, and we have another grandchild on the way next June. So we're oh, pretty wow. excited about that. So I spend as much time as the, with them as I can. In the wintertime, I play hockey a couple of times a week. It's the only exercise I get, really. And then in the summertime... I'm on the golf course as often as I possibly can. And then other than that, when we are not in the middle of COVID, my wife and I do like to travel as much as we can. Nice, nice. Well, you're, you're almost one up on me. Uh, I've got three grandkids myself and it's fantastic, right? So much fun. I, oh. My wife laughs. She says, you know, if we could just skip the kids and gone to grandkids, it would have been better, but <laughs> I don't know. About that. <laughs> right. Somebody's got to take the grandkids back home. I tell you. So I get tired quick. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Lauren, who's your hero? If you had to pick somebody, who would your hero be? I'd have to say that was my dad. He was a huge influence on me, probably why I've ended up working for myself most of my life. Mm -hmm. You know, my dad actually was uh, in a train wreck when I was, I guess, a year old and, uh, or under that actually, and was, you know, supposed to be in a wheelchair the rest of his life. He was never in a wheelchair once he had some surgeries. His determination just pretty much everything he did. That's what I tried to model my life after. Wow. That's fantastic. All right. Let's, uh, again, this is all for the audience benefit. Just kind of get to know you personally and, and kind of see what's in that brain of yours. So who's your favorite person in history and why? I'll be honest. I wasn't really a, too much of a history buff until a few years ago when my wife and I went to Europe. We've spent uh, time in Italy a couple of times now. We've been very fortunate. And I'd have to say Michelangelo is uh, my favorite person in history. When you see the work that he did, whether it's being sculpting the Statue of David or, mm-hmm. or the architecture, the painting, of course, in the, the uh, Sistine Chapel, how one man could be that talented is, is pretty hard to believe. And if you think of in, when he was here... People didn't live that long, but I understand he lived a very long life, and apparently he had a really good time while he was here. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, yeah, he he boggles the mind, right? Because of so many different things he was into, he wasn't just the painter, right? There's so many other things, and that just, again, I agree 100%. I have never had the pleasure of going and seeing any of his works in person, uh, but that's definitely on my bucket list for sure. Highly I'll- recommend it. Absolutely. All right. What is your idea of success, Lauren? Uh, I I think just having the freedom to do whatever you want. I I don't think it's, you know, having a certain amount of money or anything like that. There's different parts of our lives that we have success in. I guess from the financial standpoint is if you can afford to do some traveling and, and enjoy the things you like. Probably the biggest thing of success is the success of, of my family. I see my two sons have, have very successful lives now uh, with their wives and their, and their children. And I, I, that's what I find or con- consider to be success for myself. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful picture. 
All right. I know that you're well-traveled. I know that you um, appreciate art and that you have a ton of knowledge about finance and, and, and all that just, just by what we've talked about today. So let me ask you this. What is the one thing you recommend most to clients, family, or friends? And it doesn't have to be serious, but I mean, it could be a pizza that you like best, but what's the one thing that you would recommend to most clients, family, or friends? Uh, just to have a, a life-work balance. Um, we all need to work hard to be successful. Again, I guess that kind of comes back to the financial side of it. But what I hate to see is those people that all they do is work. I have spent as much time coaching my kids in hockey, trying to attend if they were at a school concert, anything like that. I believe I work really hard when I'm at work, but I also believe that I I want to be there for everything. I don't want to miss anything. And I try and tell people that that, that is the important stuff. Life's, life's a journey and you need to spend as much time with the people that are the most important to you mm-hmm. as you possibly can. I love what I do here at the office, working with my clients, working with our staff, but there's a limit to how long I'm going to be here because I'm getting home to be with those other, you know, the other people in my life. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Lauren. What's your proudest achievement? You're going to think I'm a broken record here, but it's my family again. (laughs) My wife and I were married quite young. We've been, uh, actually this summer, we will be married 40 years. Wow, that's great. I remember when uh, I asked my wife to marry me, my dad said to me, it better last. And I'm pretty sure dad's looking down and I I think he'll be pretty happy that, you know, we're going to reach that milestone this summer. And, And then... You know, again, raising two sons that have turned out the way my boys have. Yeah. Yeah. That, that again, that's a beautiful picture and 40 years. Congratulations. That is a huge milestone. And I bet dad's up there going, yes, sir. <laughs> that's my boy. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lauren, for giving us this snapshot of who you are and kind of what you do a little bit about your history. This podcast is going to be nationwide, multiple nations, hopefully. And it, it's really important that people find out what you do and, and learn more about group benefits and the things that you specialize in. So let me ask you this, who should be listening to this podcast if you had to, to kind of name a group and then give us a little sneak peek of what you're going to be covering on this podcast. Uh, okay. Uh, well, the, the, probably the, the three people in particular would be the business owners. Mm-hmm. Quite often we deal with controllers. Uh, they they handle the purse strings most of the time. And then, uh, again, HR managers. So depending on the size of the company we're dealing with, there may just, the business owner may have all those hats on, or larger companies are going to have those all separated. Group plan administrators, I uh, hopefully are going to pay attention because, you know, we're going to try and pass on some tips and, and stuff for them to help them do their jobs. And we want to, you know, help everybody develop effective and cost efficient, efficient strategies for their group benefit plans. Yeah, absolutely. Lauren, that's fantastic. Again, I appreciate your time today. When people are listening to this podcast and you're going to gain new followers and new listeners all the time, how can they reach out to you and your team? Uh, well, you can go to our website, which is www.currayfinancialgroup.com. I'm going to be on LinkedIn and there's going to be snippets of these podcasts on LinkedIn be able to connect through there. And then of course they can always just call our office. We've got a toll free number here. It's 1-866-445-4424. 
just call that number, ask for Joan or I, and uh, we'll certainly be help, happy to help people out. Fantastic. Again, Lauren, I appreciate your time. And, and listeners, uh, if you're in this realm and you start working with Lauren, please share this podcast with other people that in, are in the same role as you in other businesses. I know that there's different type of networking and, and maybe it's not as big right now because of COVID and all the things that we've dealt with in 2020 and 20, you know, going into 2021. But bottom line is this, is that I know that you're connected out there with other people that do kind of the same positions as you. Lauren can help them as well. So please share the podcast, let them make their own decision, but at least they'll know there's somebody out there that's ready to educate and help and come alongside that business and, and really make some positive changes. Lauren, again, thank you so much for your time today. My pleasure, Eric. Thank you. You bet. And the last thank you goes to the listening audience. Thank you for turning in and listening to the Benefits of Knowledge podcast with Lauren Curry. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, which I know you haven't because this is the very first one, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Lauren comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it so much easier to share these podcasts with your friends, family, and colleagues. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Curry Financial Group, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Benefits of Knowledge podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available.